0: IntelliKey Leadership Stories, the podcast for conscious leaders. We share the lessons learned from global leaders making an impact for their organizations, stakeholders, and investors. For people, community, and environment, we get inspired by their experiences, attitudes, and practices. Here are your hosts for IntelliKey Leadership Stories, Kirsten Gouldy and Mark Stenson.
1: Welcome back again, everyone, to IntelliKey Leadership Stories. Kirsten and I are continuing a series of episodes where we dissect and define some of these traits and characteristics of an IntelliKey leader. Kirsten, it's so fun to really try to kind of peel apart some of these terms that we go, oh yeah, I know what you mean, leadership, but really how many things are underneath that.
2: So many, Mark, and our guests continue to help us unpack them. Right? Yes. Our guests have really been brilliant at helping us define leadership.
1: Certainly, and we've often said that IntelliKey is an Aristotle term for reaching your soul's potential. We've also taken this further to say, underneath that, you know, what are the traits of an IntelliKey leader? It's like integrity and strength and fortitude and creativity, and today. Kirsten, I thought I would ask you about this trait, intuition. What is it that we need to know about an intuitive leader?
2: Well, I won't go out too far for you. I'll keep it easy today. But that being said, when we look at intuition and what it actually means, I personally believe that everybody has intuition. This call it the sixth sense, the gut, a deeper knowing. You don't know how you knew, you just knew. You know to get off the road because there might be an accident. I think every one of us has a story. Frame it up to luck, intuition, however you want to frame it. It distills down to the same thing something we didn't understand took place and we're grateful that it did (laughs) because something spoke to us when you really look at intuition i like to always start with this we only use a very small percentage of our brain which i akin to the same thing as a universe we only understand a very small component of the universe and which to me means that we're also expanding the amount of brain we're starting to use My belief system is that other component of the brain, we have no idea the power that's really behind it. So those who are tapping into deeper knowings, deeper understandings, and listening to messages that are coming through inside of us, give us greater information and depth and capacity to navigate very large areas of our life.
1: Let me just check in on this. You're not talking about luck necessarily. You're not talking about, I'll say coincidence, like, Oh, I was traveling in London. I was standing in line and I turned around and there's somebody from my hometown. That, that's a coincidence perhaps, but you're talking about this gut feeling, this knowing, I didn't know I knew it, but look at that. I had a sense of it and that's, right. and it came true, so to speak.
2: Right. Absolutely. Or that and- you said,
1: you, you know, the right thing to do.
2: You know the right thing to do. I, I even love that, right? You and I often talk about it here, you do the right, you do the right thing for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. You just do it. But, and sometimes the right thing to do isn't exactly what's popular or in logical. You just know you have to make this decision because it is the right thing to do. And let me reframe this. I'm talking about intentional Intuition, Mm -hmm. And I think there's a big difference. There's a kind where you just kind of have these knowings, but you don't cultivate it to go to a deeper level to actually utilize its importance. The cultivation of intuition is when you intentionally work to expand your own levels of consciousness, and then have greater access to navigating in your day to day present moment to make the best possible decisions that really impact yourself and everything around you.
1: That's so Did interesting. Did that make sense? I, I'm no, curious I, if I'm that makes sense. I'm glad you hit the brakes on just going down, you know, it's uh, it's intuition. You know, you knew, hey, somebody said, is it a left turn or a right turn? You said, I have a sense it's a right turn. Okay, well, that that's a gut feeling. It's a maybe, that's but a you're, yes. Yeah. You're talking about a skill and a practice that needs to be trained, exercised, cultivated, and I would love to hear more about that. How, do, how does one build that muscle?
2: Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to put it into the terms for the moment as a CEO, um, mainly because you have a lot of experience in you know in that those levels of positions and I want to hear your feedback as well because it doesn't have to be as mystical as some of the missing, I mean, listen, I'm pretty mystical. No jokes about it, right? We know mm-hmm. I'm going to do a mediumship reading on somebody eventually in a room coming up, right? But this is a very practical art that everybody can tap into and has access to. And part of the training really comes down to, it, it's such a, I don't know, it's such a cliche word right now, but it really is good. Mindfulness, meditation, meditation being out in nature and everybody goes yeah it's cliche but what does that really do well the, most people it doesn't work for me well most people don't it doesn't work for most people because they don't build the muscle with it let's just mm-hmm. right action denotes outcome like that is a truth right so there's some real practical business stuff to this that we have to do performance within that if you're if one were training with me or any of the intelliki practitioners We would be working with you on a moment-to-moment basis in your decisions and how your decision-making process works. What parts of you are you using? Are you using logic only? Are you using your academia pedigree only? Are you beginning to see what's happening in my stomach when I'm really saying, do I really believe that it's time to go public? Or is there this nagging thing in the background that says, we might need to wait, don't know why, that you're just not willing to investigate because you have an objective you're gonna drive forward? Right. We need to build the muscles and how we do that. There are very systematic processes to some degree, it's a little individualized for those who actually want to become to master this. But you really want to learn how to slow down, how to be sitting. You know, I use the boardroom a lot, how to be sitting in a decision making process and check in with yourself. Am I just saying this because my logic and my experience says this? Or is this really, is there there something in the background operating that I need to check into and investigate? And I'm going to say it also is a critical thinking skill. Critical thinking is essential. If you're a sheep, you're going to get sheep results. Mm -hmm. Intuition brings you into full personal power which is where that common courage comes in because you might have to take actions inconsistent and incongruent with the herd thinking herd mentality
1: and you ask about some of my experience in business i think i've seen this intuition and many business leaders have i remember reading the story of the founder and ceo of cliff bar you know for athletes he was going to sell out to a major food company, and he didn't say it in the book. But we now know, in hindsight, it was Quaker Oats, and he was going to sell the company. And they were literally in the boardroom to sign the papers. And he mm-hmm. said, "Something tells me I shouldn't sign," and he walked away from the deal. And they all thought, of course, he was crazy, and he walked away from a lot of money. and And he said it was about people, and he didn't know exactly why. And on paper and intellectually, it probably was a terrific deal. and you know, he might regret it, but he never did. So, I mean, it was one of those, uh, at the moment, my gut says no. And you know, you you were asking about, and you said about quantum physics catching up, but I think medical science has been over the last few decades catching up to this too. I remember working with a pharmaceutical company years ago and they were trying to understand panic attacks and they really were beginning to find a brain heart connection.
2: And it wasn't that
1: I did not. Okay. Yes. And that it wasn't just in your head. You know what I mean? People say, oh, it's just in your head. No, there's actually a chemical reaction going on in your brain and it's causing your heart to race and it's causing your, your blood pressure to go up and all the things. So this brain heart connection. And then later on, the uh, researchers have found a brain gut connection. And so you said, what's going on in your stomach? Well, what's going on in your stomach really is affecting your brain activity. What you eat really does affect, you know, your thinking skills and, you know, your brain activity. And then, without uh, a ruma- doubt, yeah, rheumatologists and gastroenterologists have collaborated. They have found a gut joint connection. So there, there are, you know, people who have both rheumatoid arthritis and irritable bowel syndrome, and they found, what do those two things have together? Well, there's an inflammatory process that is mediating and and activating in, in both areas. So it's just so interesting to describe what you're saying. So no wonder when you said in our last episode that there's intellect, emotion, and intuition, there's the head, the heart, and the gut. And when they all work together, and to your point, can they be Mindfully exercised, you know, and these capacities built. Imagine what that would do for leaders,
2: yeah, yeah, and they have to be integrated, right? It's not one over the other, it's an and and an equal distribution of all of the above. And you know, I was thinking as you were speaking, too, you know, historically, philosophy has impacted the direction. Of science and where we go it has much more than we give it credit for and there was a break in philosophy where they took out spirit and soul and it became only mind body okay Mm -hmm. so in the last couple hundred years even science negates the premise that there may be a soul or a spirit and scientists today are beginning to bridge what indigenous cultures have known since the beginning of time they're starting to prove it and they're actually beginning to study and quantify and measure the current day mystics and their activity and what it looks like so science can collect the data to say yeah they were right or wrong right but they're trying they're they're really moving towards proving it right because they've spent so much time proving it wrong the point i'm making about that is you and this is true for innovation you have to be willing to believe the impossible and that goes back to the dreaming of the last episode right if you're not willing to dream the impossible two things are going to happen one you have limited potentiality period you're limited you're just you're not going to go beyond your vision and most visions that going to the moon was an impossible vision that occurred because somebody dared to dream the impossible and said, no, it's gonna be done, right? So if you go into this and say, metaphysical principles are not possible, they're hooey, guess what, you lost, right? Mm-hmm. But the person who is open to investigate, again, back to critical thinking skills, right? The ability to discern beyond what you think you know, when you are willing to know that you don't know, they're in lies the profound capacity for potentiality.
1: Oh, so good. Well, you know, and we've also uh, done some research about this in some of the current business books out there, right, Kirsten? And I'm referencing now. The, and for the
2: audience, I want to say this. For the audience, can I tell this story? Because this is great, <laughs> right? So I, I just have to do this. When, when he says we, he's being very generous, okay? So I walk in to meet him where we're going, and it happens to be a local library, I come in and there's literally 20 business books, the Harvard Business Journal. And I know he's been here for hours. Like it wasn't like he just said, oh, let me go pick a quote. I know he read those because that's who Mark is. So I was, I had to throw that in there. But that also speaks to the importance of intellect. And I really wanted to say that. That, yeah. well, that is one of the core components.
1: The, the intuition piece of that is I have a sense the answer, you know, is already because I have this experience, right? So, yeah, you know, I've I've been there before. Therefore, I think the answer is on page ninety-two, <laughs> and sure enough, there it is on page there ninety-two uh, of a great book called "The Science of Dream Teams," and it's written by Mike Zanni. And uh, Mike says that this talent, optimizing talent, and we've talked about talent in both leadership and in employee engagement. But you know how to drive engagement and productivity and happiness. Part of his science is to put a metrics on this dream team. And I think if we were for at the, the audience, word dream Mark's team, we,
2: favorite word. No, it's not no. dream. It's metric, metrics. dream, and team.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that those three together in one sentence. It just made me tingle. But, you know, when we say dream team, you know, we just go, oh, yeah, dream team, like, you know, the great Olympics and Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson. But I mean, Mm -hmm. the dream team of a team that can dream, you know, and a team that can bring these dreams to life. And so Mike Zaney in this book, he's talking about you need people who are, yes, engaged and they have the skill and knowledge of the industry, perhaps, or they have the engineering knowledge to put it together, but also the cultural champions. You know, the people that bring just the enthusiasm and the raw creativity, Uh, but then also the people who can close the deal, you know, finish the job, bring it all together. And these are all the skills that you're talking about here, that uh, we, we all have a sense. And that's what we're talking about, intuition. We have a sense that if we're engaged and we perform the task, we can achieve the goal
2: without a doubt we have a sense and you also have to have a sense of what aspects of yourself you bring to the table mm. that are valuable speaking to the example you just get right if i were to be in my egoic self i'd be like well this is my strong suit so i'm gonna close the deal which by the way i'm not a good closer but <laughs> not, so for my audience out there you now understand i am not the closer if i were to be in my egoic self And not be able to intuitively know who is best suited in the moment to bring a particular skill set to the table you may not be able to really win the game at its highest capacity, right? And so I'm going to go back to your Michael Jordan and, and they did this in that Netflix series with him. They intuitively knew who to put in with him at what time. And he intuitively knew who to give the ball to and when, right? Pippin was his guy. That was his dude. He was, he intuitively knew. But every once in a while, he sent it to, sent that ball to somebody else that really won the game and he knew there were there were plays in there and that takes some other of the principles that we'll be speaking to but that's also intuition that's an in the moment play you're on the court you're in the game i we might have the same skill set but mark you might be better at it in this moment they might have somebody might have a better rapport with you it would make sense to sit back right
1: and that's when the leader has to make those judgments so
2: yes Well, Listeners,
1: I hope you've enjoyed this discussion on intuition and how it is an important trait of an intelligent leader, a leader who is going to guide an organization, a nonprofit, a company, a government, a family to their full potential, to their soul's purpose. That's what IntelliKey is all about. We'll continue this series talking about traits of IntelliKey leaders. And of course, in our regular episodes, we'll be interviewing leaders that are showing those traits of IntelliKey. And that's what our podcast is all about. Thanks for the discussion, Kirsten.
2: So exciting. Thank you.
1: And in future episodes, we'll talk about integrity and courage, fortitude and creativity and other traits of leadership, especially IntelliKey leaders. But for now... I'm Mark Stenson for Kirsten Gouldy. This is IntelliKey Leadership Stories. Thanks for listening to IntelliKey
0: Leadership Stories with Kirsten Gouldy and Mark Stenson. Connect with us on LinkedIn and visit our website, pureintellikey.com. I'm Jared Kajak. Join us again for our next episode of IntelliKey Leadership Stories. This podcast is produced by BSB Media. We also host two other podcasts you might enjoy, Unlocking Your World of Creativity and Five Minutes of Peace. Subscribe today and leave a review on your favorite podcast player.